Hey everybody, Ryan of Jedi Dropouts here. A uh, quick message for you all before we get into today's episode. Uh, you may notice that the sound quality is a little off on today's episode, and it will be for the next few. And that is entirely because I accidentally recorded us through the laptop microphone and not through our professional microphones, which we bought for these recording purposes. Um, so the sound quality is a little less than optimal, and it will be for, I think, the next five episodes, uh, episodes four through eight. Um, but the content is there. It's hilarious. We had such a fucking blast recording the other day, and I hope you guys enjoyed as much as we did. Uh, with that being said, let's get right into episode four. Enjoy, guys. Hello, welcome to Jedi Dropouts. I'm Ryan Taylor. And I am James Moss. Today, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to break away from our usual format with the segments, and uh, we're going to do an episode on geek news. Uh, a lot of superhero news, just based on uh, these days with... We've got, like, what, 50 superhero movies, another 30 or 40 TV shows coming out, you know. A metric fuck ton. Uh, but before we get into that, we, uh, we just want to thank everybody for the warm response to uh, the podcast in general. Uh, the amount of downloads and listens we've had far exceeded my expectations. Yeah. I mean, I always set the bar really low, so I'm never disappointed. Someone besides me or you listened, and that's more than I expected. I've had more than two people inbox me <laughs> saying that they enjoy it, so I was just like... <laughs> You're beating me. I had exactly two, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do want to address a few issues, uh, a couple technical issues we had... Uh, we do. Kn- we recorded the first three episodes all in one day. And as you may have noticed, James was two rooms over <laughs> when we recorded. No, uh, we had a couple issues with James' microphone. We've got them all sorted out, hopefully. Hopefully. And uh, I'm going to try and not sound like that kid from fucking Malcolm in the Middle this time. You know, the... Uh, <laughs> every time he tries to talk. What's that kid's name? The... The guy that was in the wheelchair? Yeah, a little kid with glasses. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. movie, TV show in a long time. I'm Googling that right now. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Any other technical issues? In the middle. Do you do that? Asthma kid. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love how that was a suggestion in Uh, Google. I noticed you uh, you talk. Stevie. Stevie. I noticed you talk out loud when you type. Do you do that whenever you text as well? God, no. Like, are you sitting in a room with a bunch of other people and and typing like, I really do not want to be here. I... (laughs) 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 Do you, like, like unconsciously speak out loud when you type? I certainly hope not, because... (laughs) You wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, and, like... Uh, okay. Um, all that aside, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, hopefully you're still listening. Hopefully, hopefully you didn't listen to one of the first episodes and say, "Well, fuck that noise." Yeah, fuck these dudes. I 
I listened to them probably about I listened to the first three episodes probably two times each. Yeah, same here. And I noticed like I can hear how nervous I was in the first <laughs> few episodes. I start so many sentences by being like awkward pause. But yeah. <laughs> like, who starts a sentence with but yeah? Oh, I'm such a fucking weirdo sometimes. I noticed I was trying to be really fucking polite too. What do you What do you mean by that? I like for the most part, I was listening to it and I was like, I'm speaking as if I was giving a present, like when I was giving a presentation during. Oh, okay. when I went to Algonquin in Ottawa, yeah, and I had to do presentations for my communications class. I. Very much sounded like I did when I was trying to give those presentations. I'm like, yes, that's me, but it's not me being me. It's me being professional me, where I still swear, but not as much. <laughs> so we're going to get a little less James, a little more Jimmy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, let's hop right into it. Before we uh, talk about the news, we should talk about a little movie called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which... I have not oh. seen because I'm stuck in a little shithole called Port of Ass. You got to see it. Did you see it once or I know you, you, you usually... I've only seen it once so okay. far because I probably would have went the second time. I had people invite me to go the second time, but Emily's out here for a while now and our work schedules don't always line up. So I'm my nights off. Like I'm usually trying to spend a bit of time with her and... We just haven't gotten around to going and seeing a movie since the first time I went to see Guardians. That was the last movie I saw when I saw that for the first time. But it was so fucking good. There Be- were, better than the first. I liked it more than the first. I've heard some people say that they didn't like it as much as the first. But there were three post credit scenes. And at one point in the theater, I turned... And I looked at Emily to see if she was reacting to a certain part, how I hoped she was, because I was crying, (laughs) and I turned, and so was she. And we were both sat in the theater, actually just, like, crying, and I was, like, I'm not usually one for the macho shit anyway, like, I'm hearing my toenails painted and fucking whatever, (laughs) but I was just thinking to myself, I was like, Thank God for these 3D glasses, in case anyone looks, seeing me with, like, (laughs) tears running down my face. Well, the first one was pretty sad for a Marvel movie. Yeah. I mean, the opening alone is fucking harsh. Oh, it just digs that knife into your heart. Okay, okay, what's sadder in, in the original Guardians, the opening scene where his mother dies... Or the end with Rocket holding the Groot twig and and getting patted on the head. The Groot ending. Yeah. The We Are Groot part where he himself. That was the saddest part of the first one for me. But this scene in the second one hit me harder. Mm. I'm like I'm I'm assuming it's going to be either my favorite Marvel movie or my second because the first Guardians is just so so much 
so... Oh, my God. I loved it so much more than any other Marvel movie. In uh, it's, it's not even close. I will say I didn't like the soundtrack for the second one as much. Okay. The soundtrack didn't have as many songs like I was familiar with. And so, yeah, yeah, it's a little but, less familiar, for sure. Because... I've been listening to it for the last month or so since they announced it. Yeah. But, like, there's always... When you're watching a movie and a song you're familiar with comes on, like, you always have that, yeah, I fucking love this song. Or even if it's not a song you love but you're familiar with, it affects you differently than even if the song is perfect for that moment in the movie but you aren't familiar with it. Yeah, like, I didn't know... uh Come and get your love before the first one, but they used it so perfectly in the opening, right? I agree. I wasn't familiar with it either, but... And I mean, the... Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, see more of <laughs> the real me coming out. Time in a Bottle in the X-Men movie. Okay, yeah. For that Quicksilver scene. Like, yeah. that song, I thought, was perfect. And Everything about the Quicksilver scenes is perfect. E- and even Sweet in- Dreams and X-Men Apocalypse, that song worked so well. But, again, the two Quicksilver scenes. Yeah. Time in a Bottle, I wasn't familiar with before then, but it worked perfectly for that scene. But Sweet Dreams, I was familiar with in X-Men Apocalypse. And as soon as everything, like, went slow-mo and Sweet Dreams came on with Quicksilver there, I was so pumped. Which is saying something, because Apocalypse was... <laughs> oh, fuck that movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that on another episode. We're, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll be talking about X-Men pretty soon, I think. Yes. So, Guardians 2, two thumbs up. Two oh, thumbs and one penis straight up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not exactly what Roger Ebert was saying, but you know. <laughs> um, so speaking of Guardians, we're going to move on here. Um, Disney recently opened a Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disneyland. I don't know a whole lot about the ride. It sounds awesome. But uh, apparently there were a couple of clues in this ride that hinted towards two particular characters being introduced into the MCU. Yeah. Those I don't remember the exact clues, but it's strongly hinted now that Namor and Beta Ray Bill. Yes, I saw that somewhere online. I I'd really like to see what these clues are. I I saw I saw something. I, I remember it was. Some kind of like, some sort of w- weapon. Like, did did Beta Ray Bill have his own sort of? Uh, yeah, very similar to Thor's hammer. Yeah, not not Mjolnir, but his own variation. Yeah, I, I believe yeah. that itself was featured somewhere, like like as like an artifact somewhere. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be fucking stoked to see Beta Ray Bill, and honestly, like, I gotta wonder if they're gonna put him in Ragnarok. Maybe there's a Easter egg in there somewhere. Maybe there's a post credit scene somewhere. Maybe he just shows up midway act two and is just bombing around in the movie. It'd be fucking cool. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see how they do it because Beta Ray Bill just doesn't... It would be really cool. 
I'm not sure how they would do it, but I really hope they do. Yeah, 100%. And Namor is one of those characters that's kind of kind of been expected for a while. Yeah. Just because he's been, it was such a staple Avenger. For a long time. For a very long time. And I mean... But not a lot of people know about Namor these days. No, because... because I'm not very well versed on Namor. I'll admit that. No, like I, I've never read any actual Namor comics. I've just seen him show up in Avengers comics for the most part. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, there was an Avengers arcade game. Okay. And Namor was one of the playable characters. I think it was uh, Captain America, Namor, Hawkeye, and someone else. Oh, is that the Super Nintendo Captain America and the Avengers? No, you're thinking... No, because oh, that had Vision, yeah. Yeah, Vision, yeah. Hawkeye, Iron Man, and Captain America. And no, the, I mean like an actual, like, okay. pumping quarters yeah. in big uh, okay. goddamn gotcha. arcade gotcha. game. Yeah. No, and I feel like with uh, DC making the push there with Aquaman, maybe Marvel is going to try and compete with that. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, speaking of Avengers, have you heard the news about Infinity War? Which news? Stan Lee has gone on record saying that we will see an Avenger who has not previously appeared on screen in Infinity War. Oh. Most people are assuming... It's probably Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, which is cool. That is pretty cool. But, I mean, it could be anybody. It's possible that they've casted a new Avenger and it hasn't been announced. Well, there's so many... Um, there's so many Avengers that it could be anyone. I mean, I really wasn't expecting... Uh, Scarlet Witch to be in the Avengers anywhere, but look how they brought her in, and she's kicking ass and taking names. Yep, and they're and I love the I love what they're doing with Scarlet Witch. I like that they they brought her in with Quicksilver, and it, it seemed like they were gonna do uh, keep both characters long term, but it, it really seems now that Quicksilver was just there as a sort of introduction to Scarlet Witch and maybe leading into her sort of broken psyche that she has in a lot of the comics. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty... I was pretty disappointed how they killed off Quicksilver. Because I love speedsters. I like speedsters, and I thought it'd be pretty cool if they had a speedster kicking around in the MCU. Yeah. The one speedster they had, they kind of killed off. And they've got... I mean... Cap has his abilities. I know Black Panther's different, but... Fairly similar Winter Soldier, similar still. You've got um, Iron Man and War Machine, who are both very similar to each other. There's a lot of characters who are similar to each other in the universe and someone with a different set of abilities like super speed definitely could have you know kept that fresh yeah no i know exactly how, what you're how saying. different would civil war have been 
if Quicksilver had still been there. Imagine how different it would have been if Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were on different sides yeah. of the Civil War. If they had funny. opposing views. Mm. Quicksilver sees Stark's point of view more. Yeah, and uh, with Vision and Scarlet Witch's sort of... Uh, they're, they're kind of... Building romance. Yeah, yeah, in the way that they did in the comics. Yeah. You could definitely see some opposition between Quicksilver and Vision there as well, right? Yeah. But uh, that was a bit of a tangent. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I... Whether it's Captain Marvel or it's someone completely unannounced, I'm... I'm just pumped. Anytime they introduce a new character, lately it's been fucking A+. Plus. Like, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Vision, Scarlet Witch. Uh, who else did they introduce recently? Even uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. They've nailed everybody. And, uh, let's see. Speaking of Marvel, Marvel has been pretty busy in the TV business lately. Seems like they're dropping a new trailer every day. Uh, let's see, Marvel currently, I mean, besides the obvious, they've got Iron Fist, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Defenders, and the upcoming Punisher for Netflix. They've got everything going on on ABC right now, but now they've announced and they've shown bits and pieces of Cloak and Dagger. New Warriors and Runaways all coming next year. Now, are you familiar with uh, any of these particularly? Or? I don't know a lot about uh, some of them. I did see the trailer for Cloak and Dagger. It it was different. I liked it. I, I'm going to watch it. I mean, I'm going to watch them all. Yeah. Whatever comes out. I mean, Jesus. I'm, I've watched Supergirl. And that's a character I didn't read any of just because I really don't like Superman. And she's so similar to her cousin. So yeah. I just figured if I don't like Superman, why would I like Supergirl? Speaking of Superman, what do you think of this Krypton show that they're doing? On Is it on Sci-Fi, I think? It, it's supposed to take place on Krypton. And... Now this, I won't, I won't claim that this is an original point of view. I've, I've heard people say this already. Uh, it doesn't really make sense to set a show on Krypton when uh, Superman's powers come from the fact that he's not on his home planet. And yeah, because when he was bombing around on Krypton, he was just normal dude. Yeah. So basically, you're taking arguably one of the most boring superheroes in existence and then taking away all of his powers and then not even including the familiarity of that character in the show. It's just a show set on Krypton. It's just a bunch of regular Kryptonians. Yeah. I don't know if it's just going to be like sci-fi politics or I really don't, I don't know what the show is going to be about. I have no idea. And like we already know that there's a closure point there. We know Krypton dies. The planet <laughs> explodes. Yeah. I, the, sh the show's already got a uh, an expiry date, you know? Yeah, so how far back from the planet ending are they going to start? I have no fucking idea. Like, Jesus Christ. I, I don't know if I think that show's a good idea. 
No. I'm I'm usually game for just about anything superhero related, but I just don't understand what it is supposed to be. In the same way that, like, uh, well, more so, I felt kind of the same way when they uh, announced Agents of Shield. I, but even Agents of Shield has a, a has its own comic series and its own characters. Yeah, that's a show I didn't really no dig a lot. No. Uh, I will just touch on the last point there. Cloak and Dagger. I've never read any of it. Trailer looked all right. New Warriors. I know none of the characters in it. I know Squirrel Girl is supposed to be fun, although I've never read any. Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Didn't she kill Apocalypse or Thanos or someone? Did she? Really? I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive. I I don't remember that. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're right. But the show apparently features... It's a, it's a half-hour live-action comedy, by the way. It's a sitcom. But it's, it's Squirrel Girl... Tell me if you know these, because I don't. Mr. Immortal, Night Thrasher, Speedball... Microbe and Debris, spelled D-E-B-R-I-I. I've heard of Speedball, because doesn't Speedball become Penance? I haven't heard of Penance. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't know that one. I'm just pulling up the Wikipedia page for Squirrel Girl right here. There's no, no casting for the show yet, by the way. And uh, this one and Cloak and Dagger will be on Freeform. Which is apparently a a channel that is like a uh, what's the word? It's like a sister channel to ABC, so I, I, it's probably going to tie it back into Agents of Shield somehow. Oh. Squirrel Girl. I'm looking at her uh, Wikipedia page right now. It says, following her defeat of Doctor Doom, um, next paragraph starts off, Squirrel Girl's defeat of Thanos. Like, Jesus. Squirrel Girl has also saved the world from Galactus. Squirrel Girl has defeated Doom, Thanos, and the fucking eater of planets, Galactus. Um, typically, these victories occur off-panel, though some, like her battles with Deadpool, MODOK, and Wolverine, are shown. Her victories often result from her opponent's overconfidence, weakness from an earlier fight, or creative use of her powers. This is ridiculous. Uh, let me see. Her abilities. Superhuman agility, senses, and strength. Prehensile tail. Razor sharp claws. Retractable knuckle spikes. Ability to communicate with squirrels. Jesus, Murphy. <sighs> Ryan, who's leading this episode had to take a quick phone call which is why I've just been rambling on about fucking Squirrel Girl <laughs> as Charlotte said on the other side of the room laughing at me and Ryan's coming back did you hear any of that? I heard nothing 
Squirrel Girl. Yep. Who has the ability to communicate with squirrels, yep. along with like strength, agility, and retractable claws, has defeated Doctor Doom, Thanos, and Galactus. <laughs> How? Usually through them being tired from previous fights and oh, shit like that. Jesus. But she's also fought Deadpool, Wolverine, and Modok. Uh, I mean, I guess. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, I can't explain that one. But I'm pretty sure uh, Speedball, who later becomes Penance, has a lot to do with... Uh, the start of the Civil War in the comic books. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember that. Speedball drug. No. I, I don't remember specifically, but I, I remember when reading it that I wasn't overly familiar with the uh, the characters involved in kick, kicking it off. Well, you've got me interested in uh, yeah, he, New Warriors. He later becomes Penance. Okay. I'll be watching. Live action half hour comedy featuring a lady who can talk to squirrels and apparently defeat the biggest villains in the Marvel Universe. Right? <laughs> and uh, Runaways I'm excited for. I've read three or four volumes of the comics. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm no expert because it, it's been fucking years since I read them. I don't remember it that well. I just remember that it's a group of kids who find out not only that they have superpowers, but that their parents are supervillains. And oh. so their, their parents are the main antagonists, at least in the beginning of the story. And I, th I think Cloak and Dagger make appearances in the comics as well. So, it's every angsty teen's fantasy to just yeah. rebel against their parents, mm -hmm. have superpowers, and win. Yeah, exactly. And I, th I think they have, like, interesting powers, too. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a girl who just, her power is that she has a pet dinosaur. <laughs> like, maybe well, there's... can she talk to squirrels? <laughs> she could talk to her dinosaur. <laughs> like, what would you prefer? I don't know if pet squirrels can help me fucking beat the devourer of planets. <laughs> How does that work? How does that happen? I have no idea. Maybe something similar to the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds thing where they're allergic to birds and they all just fucking die. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it came out years ago. Yeah. I'm not... If you haven't seen it yet, fuck you and fuck your spoilers. Um... Let's move on to one more Marvel TV show coming out. Inhumans. Have you seen much about this? No. Have you seen the cast photos that they've released? I have not. Okay, you quickly look that up. I'm just going right, to talk for a second here. Cause, okay. Inhumans is... Uh, it's It's been a long-awaited project. They were talking about doing it as a movie for a while. Obviously, the family is fronted by Black Bolt. It's the, the most popular member. And uh, the cast features Anson Mount of Hell on Wheels as Black Bolt. I cannot pronounce his name. It's like 
Ewan Rian, I don't know, as Maximus. He's in Game of Thrones as uh, Ramsey Bolton. And he's on the show Misfits as well. Someone by the name of Sorinda Swan plays Medusa, and Ken Lung as Karnak. Some, at some point, Lockjaw is going to be in the show. It's an ABC series, but the first two episodes are being released in IMAX. Say what? They're releasing it in IMAX. Wow. How, how does an ABC show look in IMAX? I can't... Like, I don't. I can't picture that working that well. Also, also the 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 description on the series: the Inhuman royal family escape to Hawaii, where they must save themselves and the world. I'm usually pretty positive, but I think this this show honestly just looks like a sack of shit. Yeah. I, the costume design looks terrible. Black Bolt doesn't even have a fucking mask on for some damn reason. I guess because. That guy's contract probably stipulates that his face has to be on screen. And Black Bolt, of course, I mean, he's not going to have any speaking lines because... Telepathy it, and everything like that because yeah, uh, he can't yeah. speak. No, I mean, that's, that's his... I don't his, remember... His voice is so powerful, it would... Even a whisper would level a city. Yeah, yeah, that's his power. And, like, um, I know... Vin Diesel wanted to play him in a movie for the longest time before he was casted as Groot. Which would have been interesting if he played two characters, one just a voice and one everything but the voice. I don't know, I really don't like the look of this show. Not to mention it's it's a direct spin-off of Agents of Shield, which I can't enjoy at all. That yeah, the little guy right there is supposed to be Karnak. I really don't I don't I don't see how exactly. So yeah, that's coming out uh, sometime in September. I'm not sure if they have a specific release date. Again, first two episodes as an IMAX movie release. Which, like, I know they've done that with Game of Thrones, but, I mean, Game of Thrones is a big budget. Yeah, Game age. of Thrones is Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, I mean, they did that with the finales. The finales are always these huge, big budget battle sequences. Like, the first two episodes of an ABC show aren't going to... They're not going to hold up to that. God, no. And, uh... Oh, I... I See, fuck. There's no characters that have the real draw power in this. There's no characters that are really well known to the public in Inhumans. Yeah, exactly. It's eight episodes. The first, you say the first two episodes are going to be released IMAX like that? Yeah, like um, as one release. So, like a two hour film release sort of thing. Which, no one wants to go out on a Friday night to a theater to watch two hours of an ABC no, show. No, like, an ABC show is not going to have the budget and production of 
anything in the MCU or anything like that. Which is another funny point because they specifically scheduled it for September, so it wouldn't coincide with the release of any other Marvel movie. Which I thought was a ridiculous... Do they think it's going to compete? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You think someone's going to be like, hmm, should I go see Thor Ragnarok or this two-hour ABC fucking special? Let about- me flip a coin. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it's going to be a two-flusher. I think it's just going to be a massive dump. The question is, do you think the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. audience will watch this enough to keep it afloat, or do you think this thing gets cancelled after one season? Is there an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. audience? They're going in for like fifth season. Someone's got to watch it. (laughs) If no one's watching it, it would be cancelled, right? Are they going into the fifth season? Uh, something like that. I mean, I've only seen the first. I I got three episodes in. I the only reason I finished the first season is because I bought the first season. I was <laughs> just like, okay, it's Marvel. It's got Agent Coulson in it. Exactly. It'll I, be I, tied I, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I got through the first season and it just never hooked me. Uh, I binge watch the first season just because once I start watching the season a season of something it has to be really bad for me to put it down binge watched it in a day or two haven't rewatched it which I rewatch all kinds of things like I I've rewatched season 2 of the flash like four times now see I'm the opposite I don't rewatch shit I rewatch a lot of things. I honestly yesterday was the first time I rewatched Deadpool. And I really? lo- I love that movie. I rewatch things a lot. I probably rewatch things too much. But I'll throw things like that on for background noise while I'm answering emails or while I'm playing games on my laptop. I while I'm doing work like I, uh, I I use rewatching shows as background noise a lot of the time. Yeah, I meant to throw on Deadpool as background noise, and it was so good I just watched it, <laughs> and I didn't get I didn't do anything else I meant to do. Sometimes when I'm sick, I just get in the mood for certain shows or movies. You ever get in the mood for just a scene from something you turn yeah. and you can't find it on YouTube? You yeah. just pop in the disc, go to that specific scene, watch it, and then turn it off. Yeah, I. I uh, I've I've started YouTubing stuff like that because usually uh, unless it's really out there, there's a there's always a YouTube scene uh, a YouTube video of exactly that scene that I'm looking for. I used to do that with Fantastic Four Two Roz's Silver Surfer. That scene fairly close to the beginning. I, I can't think of a scene where, I've never Silver Surfer to. shows up and Human Torch starts chasing him. And Silver Surfer just, like, turns around and just catches him by the throat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that scene, I would turn that movie on, watch that one scene, and be like, alright, I've seen the only part of this movie I give a shit about. And then i turn I, it off. I gotta be honest, I saw that movie in the theater when it was first released, and I have never given enough of a shit to go back and watch it again. Is it, I, I'm assuming it's exactly how I remember it, which is just I don't care enough to hate on it 
but I also don't care enough to ever watch it again. Uh, there's one more Marvel show we really need to talk about, and I'm, we're going to touch on this in a later episode, but uh, the announced Deadpool animated series. The Donald Glover's? Yeah, Donald, uh, Donald and Stephen Glover, actually. His brother, apparently. I mean, Okay. Yeah. Is he, like, the Casey Affleck of the family? He has to be. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's a much better person because Casey Affleck is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I recently, um, when I was watching The Accountant. Okay, yep. I watched The Accountant and Ocean's Eleven in the same night. So a, a really good Ben Affleck movie and a mediocre movie that has Casey Affleck I re- somewhere in it. I really like Ocean's Eleven, but Casey Affleck isn't the reason. No. He's and not, so I started looking at pictures reasons. of... Ben and Casey Affleck together, and it was just like, man, like, really, you, your brother's Ben Affleck, and you really have to do something awesome to keep up with your brother being fucking Ben Affleck, and then Casey Affleck just goes and bees a piece of shit. <laughs> he he won best actor this year and nobody cares. God. Nobody cares at all. Um yeah, Deadpool animated series. <laughs> Not featuring Casey Affleck. Uh Donald and his brother Stephen Glover. Uh, they're gonna serve as executive producers, showrunners, and writers in the same way that they did with Atlanta. Okay. Which is amazing. And it's going to be on FXX, which is the sister company to FX. Uh, FXX itself usually just features shows that used to be on FX that just get moved. Not not because of uh, lack of quality, just it's a little more comedy-based. Okay. Uh, it airs Archer, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. Which I love both those shows. Two um, shows I've never watched on my own. I've watched episodes here and there with other people. It's always sunny. I liked what I saw. I just have never gotten around to watching it like in full. Archer never hooked me. You know, Archer was one of those things that it took me a while. Um, a lot of people recommended it. I didn't really care. Charlotte started watching it. I said, oh, this is kind of stupid. And she caught up with the show. I think it was like five seasons out at the time. And then just one day, a joke that I had overheard just popped in my head, and I started laughing to myself. I don't remember the joke offhand. Um, and I just, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I turned on the first episode, and three or four days later, I was caught up with the show. Cool. Just one, one day, the comedy just sort of clicked. Uh, See, that's kind of me with The Office right now. Oh, yeah? I, I've never watched a lot of The Office. I've seen a few seasons. But... The theme song started getting stuck in my head. Oh, it's so catchy. And then I YouTubed the theme song just to listen to it one day. And in the related videos, there was the first aid scene mm-hmm. yeah. and the parkour scene. And I watched both of those, and the parkour one kills me. <laughs> like, last night, I just did this 
little shitty hop down four steps and yelled, parkour! (laughs) And Emily just looked at me and she was like, it's two o'clock in the morning. What is wrong with you? Uh, It's a funny show. I need to watch more of it. Um, Deadpool is going to have ten episodes. It's going to release next year, apparently. It's a nice round number. Yep. Uh, I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be R-rated, but it's an adult cartoon. So I'm imagining... Tentacle porn. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but here's one question. Obviously, we want Ryan Reynolds to voice Deadpool. Yeah. But if you can't, who do you want? That is like, a like, good question. I know this isn't a prepared fan casting, but just off the top of your head... Just off the cuff? Like, if, oh. if Ryan... Re- I, I know if Ryan Reynolds can do it, he will, because he loves that character. But if he can't... Maybe H. John Benjamin? <laughs> Just doing his archer voice? <laughs> um, I mean, I could say Alan Tudyk, because... Yeah. Just put him in everything. <laughs> oh, I've got one, I've got one. Mads Mickelson. <laughs> you know, Mads Mickelson is fantastic, and he's in so many good movies and TV shows, but he really only has one voice. Yeah. Like he, like I know, um, I know some people, some actors have trouble with accents. That's fine. Mads Mickelson cannot drop his accent at all. Well, even when he was in the King Arthur movie with Clive Owen. Yeah. I, I, they're, they're I think in, you showed me that once. They're in Britain, and everyone else has a, like he's supposed to be from the same place as Galahad and Gawain and Bors and all these other guys, but his accent is so fucking different from the rest of them. I, I like that they've just started accepting like okay he can't drop the accent but he's so good so we're just gonna rewrite every character to be. Vaguely European. Well, I mean, the guy's been in... He's been a Marvel villain. Yep. He's been in a Disney movie. Well, a Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, okay, so he's been in Marvel, Star Wars. Yep. He's played Hannibal Lecter. Yep. He's been in Knight of the Round Table. Yep. And um, he's been a Bond villain. He was a Bond villain, wasn't he? Yeah. And they all have the same accent. Yes. <laughs> all from different locations and yeah. time periods and backgrounds. All one accent, though. Uh, here's here's my choice off the top of my head. Yes. Someone who, A, has some experience voice acting and is good at it. And I want to see that combined with a role where he got really vulgar. Jason Bateman. Oh, so yes, com- combine um, oh, what's the fox's name from Zootopia? Any voice? I don't, I don't know. I've never seen even a trailer for Zootopia. Let's okay. Let's leave a space right here, just a space of silence, and uh, we'll we'll edit in the we'll Google it and edit it in after. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but did you ever see Bad Words? No. Bad Words is hilarious. It's a pretty short movie, and it's Jason Bateman. Uh, he plays this guy who finds a loophole in uh, a, a national spelling bee, 
in the in a rule in the he finds a loophole in the rules where him as like a 40 year old man can enter legally and he's competing against 10 year olds and he is vulgar as shit in that movie like he he takes this um, this little kid under his wing and like takes him out drinking and takes him to a prostitute and it is it's deadly it's a hilarious movie so if you combine those two I feel like you have a potential Deadpool yes um well Jason Bateman Ryan Reynolds they did the movie yeah. Change Up they did yeah and so Jason Bateman had to kind of play Ryan Reynolds oh I never thought of that for part of that movie and he started talking like Ryan Reynolds and I thought he did a decent job you know who I think would be a good voice cast for Deadpool now? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Paul Rudd would nail it, yeah. Yeah, that's just the first person that came to mind. Yeah, of course. I mean, if I kind of sat on it like I do with some of our other fan casting, I might come up with a better choice. I might come up yeah. with something way stupider like I did with the fucking Nintendo <laughs> thing, but... Um, Paul Rudd was the first one that came to mind for me. So, speaking of casting. Yes. Venom. Oh, God. I know, like, we were going to talk about Venom and our ideas of casting, and I really don't feel like we would have fan-casted as well as they actually casted. No. I never would have thought of Tom Hardy as Venom. I mean, I'd like to think... I'd be yeah tom hardy great as venom um but hindsight's 2020 right? yes did you watch uh fat man on batman where they talked about this uh yes yes i did where they talked about I'm, how I'm tom to hardy played bane oh i i questioned for a second then i realized the only episode i haven't heard of fat man on batman is the one they released this morning okay uh, Fat Man on Batman talking about Venom casting like that. They were saying Tom Hardy played Bane in the Batman movie. Yep. The drug that Bane uses that he didn't use in this movie, but in the comics that he uses to gain his size and strength and everything is called Venom. <laughs> and now he's playing a character named Venom. That's cool. I also like the uh, the choice of director, Ruben Fleischer. Yeah. Directed 30 Minutes or Less, Zombieland, and Gangster Squad. I really like 30 Minutes or Less. Yeah, it's funny, because Zombieland's the most popular of those three, but I love 30 Minutes or Less. Yeah. Mostly because I'm obsessed with Aziz Ansari, but... Yeah? Yeah. He's really hit or miss for me. I've seen... I haven't watched Parks and Rec yet. I've watched most of his movies. I just finished season two of Master of None. I read his goddamn book, <laughs> and I've seen all the stand-up specials. I'm, I've got a bit of a man crush on the guy. Yeah? Yeah. I like Jesse Eisenberg. I do, too. And uh, wasn't Danny McBride in that movie? Yep, Danny McBride, and uh, who's the guy who plays as a psychic? Nick, Nick Schwartz, is it? Nick Schwartzen. Yeah, Schwartzen. There you go. And, um, I was trying to remember that name. And uh, Michael Pena. As the uh, the gangster, which was a, a different role for Michael Pena, but I, I like that guy, too. Have you seen Chips yet? No, I haven't seen Chips. The trailer looked good. It was a great movie. Um, Michael Pena and Dax Shepard 
who I'm I'm not usually a fan of Dex Shepard, but he looks no. pretty good in that one. I do like Dax Shepard, and you know what? In that movie, there's a few scenes where he's shirtless and stuff. He's decently buff. I think he could pull off some kind of superhero role. Maybe not the main character, but he could definitely play someone in a superhero movie. Not the main focus, super serious guy. Maybe a sidekick or another member of a team. Okay, here's a, here's a thought off the top of my head just because you just said this. What if they did something similar, like not not exactly the same, they worked it in their own way with the Flash movie and involved Dax Shepard as Jay Garrick? Yeah. Maybe maybe see the uh, Dax Shepard playoff Ezra Miller somewhere? I could see him as uh, Jay Garrick. And, and the main reason I say that is because while I'm not usually a fan of his comedy, it is comedy, and DC needs some fucking comedy. Yeah. They need to lighten up those movies. Yeah. There's a few Marvel movies that need to be darkened a few shades, mm-hmm. and DC could definitely use a couple chuckles here and there. Uh, one more thing about Venom here I want to touch on before we move on. Yes. Uh, apparently, it, this will not connect in any way to the MCU. Therefore, Tom Holland's Spider-Man will not be involved. No. So my question for you now, if they're going to do a Venom movie without Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I assume they're not going to recast Spider-Man, which means there probably won't be a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The next logical conclusion is Venom and Carnage. Yes. Does that change your previous fan casting of Carnage? I know you casted Eddie Redmayne because you thought a younger guy to play off Tom Holland. Would you change that now? Would you go with an older guy? or Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard as Carnage. Maybe. <laughs> you know who I used to think would be great as Carnage? Matthew Lillard. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because he... he uh, I mean, he's known for his comedy, but he's done some... Uh, Scream. Yeah, Scream. There you go. That's where I'm, I'm trying to picture... I based a lot of that off of his character, Stu, in Scream. Yeah, Stu's, a, Stu's an interesting character, actually. I, I like... There's there's some uh, some layers to that acting there, where he's he's playing just sort of a, a douchebag for most of the movie, and then near the end, he's an absolute unhinged lunatic. Yeah. Ends up- that last act with Stu and Billy at yeah. the end of Scream and I'm not saying spoiler alert because if you haven't seen the first Scream by now who gives a shit but yeah his portrayal of Stu at the end there when it's revealed that Stu and Billy are the killers that version of Matthew Lillard that character there that is what made me think he would be able to pull off Cletus Cassidy yep an absolute fucking unhinged. Yeah, this cast would be perfect. Yeah, so if they were going to do um, Carnage in a Venom movie, someone to stand opposite of Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. I would say Matthew Lillard. I've got my. Or Dax Shepard. I've got an alternate casting choice, also a comedian. I was thinking about. I, I can't remember what, when it was. In one of the previous episodes, you were talking about. Uh, Casting comedians in superhero movies and kind of... Giving them a serious role? 
one of my favorite actors of all time. I was honestly, I just thought to myself, thought to myself, like Carnage. First off, you gotta have like a, a red-haired. Who is a red? Simon Pegg. <laughs> oh my God. I I think he could do it. it. Have you seen The World's End? No. I've seen it probably a hundred times. <laughs> and uh, near the end of the movie, I won't, I won't give any spoilers. It's a good movie. You should see it. But it he starts to get a little darker. The character like it's there's still comedy, but it, the, his story gets a little darker. There's a lot more emotion to it and. You can see a hint of Simon Egg's uh, Simon Egg, Jesus Christ, Simon Pegg's real acting you abilities. Want to get some breakfast, Ron? I kind of do. Okay. <laughs> Simon Egg. <laughs> anyway, Simon I, Egg and Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's too early. No, I'm hungry. So yeah, I I don't know. I'd give Simon Pegg a chance as Carnage. I think it'd be. It'd be fun. Why not? I've I've thought Matthew Lillard for years. I can, um, I can actually see it. Since they did the whole Topher Grace Venom. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. I've been hoping to see Carnage. Mm-hmm. Because that Venom looked more like Carnage to me than Venom. And so I've been wanting to see that, wanting to see it, wanting to see it. And... I used to be a really big fan of Matthew Lillard, mm. exclusively exclusively for his work in Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Ex- Scream, <laughs> Thirteen Ghosts, um, I've, without I've, a paddle, where I've, he, I him, just, and Dak Shepard. I just gotta say, I think that's the first time in history that the words his work in Scooby Doo has <laughs> ever been uttered. <laughs> oh my God! Without a paddle, I just thought. You know, it's a movie that has Matthew Lillard and Dax Shepard mm-hmm. playing, like, best friends. But yep. their third friend... Seth Green. Seth Green. He would make a decent carnage, too. He's a little redhead. He's, he sure is little. Yeah. He he can play ridiculous, crazy, unhinged characters. Yeah. It'd be, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he'd have to put on a voice... Yeah. Which, I mean, he's been doing Robot Chicken and Family Guy for years. He's, I'm sure he's got a voice in there he can put on. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, whoever they cast, I hope they do Carnage. Yes. I, think, I would very much like I would that. even I wouldn't even wait to see if you can do a sequel. I'd just go Venom Carnage right at the gate. Yeah. Uh, another, uh, oh, forgot to mention, that's an R-rated movie. Yes. Which, this seems to be the new trend. After Deadpool and Logan. Uh, and speaking of R-rated superhero movies, Hellboy Rise of the Blood Queen. Are you a Hellboy fan at all? or I, I've i only recently watched the first Hellboy. Okay. I tried to watch it when it first came out. I got bored or distracted early into the movie, never finished it. Okay. But it's only been since Netflix introduced the download feature that I watched the first Hellboy. I downloaded it on my phone one night, and while I was bored, I sat there and watched Hellboy on my phone. And I liked it. 
I haven't gotten around to watching what's the second one, The Golden Army. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten around to watching that yet, but I do plan on it. Uh, it's the first I've heard of this new Hellboy movie. Isn't someone different going to be playing Hellboy? Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people are upset that they are rebooting it completely. It has nothing to do with Del Toro has nothing to do with it. Ron Perlman's not back. Okay. But the way I'm looking at it is, I mean, Hellboy is a lot more than just those two movies. There are so many fucking comics, yeah. which I started reading within the last, like, the day they announced it, I was like, okay, i got to check out some Hellboy comics. Mm-hmm. And I've so far read the first volume, and they're a lot darker than the movies. It's going to be a lot more horror-based, and they have... Uh, well, there's a fucking demon fighting, like, the Nazi doctor thing he's fighting in the first movie. Yes. That Valdo-like thing. Yes. And those monster things it has such a dark tone to it it should have been so much darker than it was well that's the thing too like when that when both those movies came out in the mid 2000s which wasn't really a prime time for superhero movies yeah i mean look at what we got out of that we got like the the later x-men movies the fantastic four movies which I mean, some of those movies are good, some of them not so great. But uh, it superhero movies do so much more now. I mean, look at Logan, look at Dark Knight, look at Deadpool, all the Avengers movies, the entire MCU. Yeah. The um, the first MCU movie, Iron Man, was released the same year as the second Hellboy movie, so those didn't didn't really intersect at all in terms of no. uh, the audience. Uh, sorry, one second. Getting another phone call? Yep. Cool. Um, I'm going to pull up yeah. Hillboy okay, Reboot. Apparently, one day ago, there's a story that says Hellboy Reboot killed potential Abe Sapien spinoff. Really? Yeah. Okay. Comicbook.com. Hellboy Reboot also killed BPRD spinoff film starring Abe Sapien. I think those were movies that were kind of in development hell anyway. Yeah, they were kind of sitting in purgatory. Yeah. Uh... So the new Hellboy is David Harbour, uh, played Hopper in Stranger Things, and he appeared in Suicide Squad. He's in a lot of action movies. I didn't list them all here, but... Yeah, he played uh, that sheriff in Stranger Things? Yes. That's kind of uh, what took off for him, and everyone seems to be in love with David Harbour these days. What else was he in that I've seen... And the director that they have hired on is Neil Marshall, who directed The Descent. Okay. And since then, he's gotten into directing TV episodes. He's directed almost every big battle for Game of Thrones. Cool. He directs, like, an episode every season, and it's always an episode that has a huge fight scene that's probably episode 8 or 9. And apparently, I didn't hear about this until I was looking up some notes here, he is developing an adaptation of Lost in Space for Netflix, which, I mean, sure, I'll, I'll watch it, sure. 
I'm game for this. I uh, I'll be seeing it. Yeah, for sure. And I I've heard a few people. This, these aren't rumors, as in he's attached, but I've heard a few rumors as as to who people want, and a lot of people are saying Alan Tudyk is Abe Sabian. Of course. And I'm usually the guy rooting for Alan Tudyk, and I would be okay with that. But my choice after watching Logan is Stephen Merchant. Yeah? yeah. Uh, what was the character's name he played in Logan? Um, Caliban. Caliban. I was surprised by Stephen Merchant because, I mean, I've never seen him do anything but comedy. Yeah, he usually does comedy really awkward characters. Yeah. I thought he did good as Caliban. Yeah, he did a really good job, and I could see him doing Abe Sapien. I mean, Doug Jones is hard to top. Very hard to top. I mean... He just has that frame. He has, he, you know, he he nails that kind of character. But I think Stephen Merchant could do it, and I'd be down with Alan Tudyk. You know, yeah. I would never be disappointed to see Alan Tudyk in a movie. No, 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 no. Alan Tudyk's fantastic. Mm. What else? is he in? Anything else coming up now? It's about to, like it. He needs to be in a superhero movie. DC, Marvel, Fox, somebody fucking get this guy. Tudyk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm waiting. For, I, I think even though he was in Rogue One, he wasn't really on screen, and I think that he should get his own character in Star Wars University. He, he should uh, He should double dip. Like, like almost like... Um, what's his name? Uh, Toby Kebbell mm. in Kong. And how he, like, which I saw after and I loved. Yeah. Because, I mean, if Tudyk played a non screen character after just doing voice work, so much of the audience wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't. Because, and he, there would be a large number of people who would be like, yeah, he, that's. Alan Tudyk, he also voiced this character. Yeah. But so many people just wouldn't realize that. They wouldn't pick up on it. Like, a lot of casual moviegoers yeah, wouldn't no. really know. And a lot of people like us who watch way too many fucking movies <laughs> yeah. wouldn't care because it's Alan Tudyk. No, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's certain actors that it just, it just doesn't matter how many roles you put them in. Like, honestly, if someone decided tomorrow, yeah, things aren't exactly working out with Dave Bautista and Zoe Saldana and Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel, so Chris Pratt's going to play all the Guardians, I'd be like, well, you know what? I'm going to miss those other guys, but fuck yeah, Chris Pratt. <laughs> We're going to put Chris Pratt as all the other Guardians, but that's going to put such a strain on him that he can't continue to be Star-Lord, <laughs> so we're calling you up, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> You've fallen so far from your teen beat days. We need to bring you back. I remember, like, he he was in Home Improvement, and then he was in all those kid movies. 
And then I remember him being in one Christmas movie and then nothing. Exactly. <laughs> was it Ollie Home for Christmas? I think so. I think I might have seen it once. Uh, it's time for his redemption story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Thomas coming back. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas is Galactus. <laughs> With Tim Allen as the Silver Surfer. <laughs> Flying around on a surfer. It's <laughs> 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 oh, perfect. Yep. Uh, okay, well, who, who's who's the Fantastic Four? Al Borland, as all of them. Al Borland. Uh, well, he's uh, definitely his thing. What, what's, what's the actor's name? Al Borland. Fuck it. Richard Kern. <laughs> Richard Kern. No, Al, Bur- Al Borland. And, and, uh... The guy who plays Wilson could be Doctor Doom. <laughs> they only show it from, like, the nose up until he puts on the mask. <laughs> no, no, even with the mask. Just the, the hood and the mask and, and just, eight, eight metal fingers sticking over the side. <laughs> Of the fence, <laughs> for some reason, for some reason they're neighbors. <laughs> what you working on there, Reed? <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds like an ending note to me. Yep, we've kind of shit this episode. Is oh, we've pushed this episode as far out in the harbor as it's going. Oh. Once we start getting this stupid, I think it's time to take a break. Oh my god! I, I like I like that somehow by the end of every episode we end up with some stupid hypothetical movie. <laughs> How if we get to an FF fucking home improvement crossover? Because <laughs> <sighs> oh, we're both overtired and need food. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's try and use our our uh, our actual sign off on this one. Do we have one now? Well, I I kind of like what, you know what. Okay, um, I kind of like what we did on the last one, but disclaimer notice: we do not in any way endorse someone dropping out of school. If you are a child, a don't drop out of school. Stay in school. B, why the fuck are you listening to this? <laughs> Go tell go tell your mom she's bad at what she does. <laughs> because this is this is kind of vulgar. You shouldn't be listening to it. Yeah. This is this is for adults. These this is two grown men talking about fictional characters yep. and superheroes and shit. Yep. This isn't for kids. Two grown hairy ass men talking about picture books and people in spandex. This uh, is for clearly for adults. You know, maybe maybe if we stuck to action figures of video games that get the message and they just know it wasn't for kids anymore. Yeah. I mean, take it from someone who's dropped out of post-secondary twice. My, my life has gotten so much better since I actually went back and finished school. Yeah. I dropped out of post-secondary twice. My life was garbage. Went back to school, graduated, got a real job. My life fucking rules now. You're ruining the illusion. We're Jedi dropouts. Well, yeah, I dropped out of the Jedi Academy. Is Jedi Academy, would that be considered a post-secondary institution? Like, <laughs> could you list that on a resume? 
Um, not if you dropped out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay, this has been Jedi Dropouts Episode 4. I'm Ryan Taylor. I'm James Moss. Thanks for dropping by. And... I must, you really should have a cue card for... <laughs> Get a fucking teleprompter. <laughs> I don't know. Drop out. Stay in school. Listen to us, but don't take our advice. Go take your vitamins. Drink your milk. Eat your vegetables. And don't run with scissors. <laughs> <laughs>